0: and welcome to Shipwrecks and Shanties, a sh- podcast show thing <laughs> all about Sea of Thieves. <laughs> I'm your host, Jocelyn. Joining me as always is my co-host, Siv. Siv, how's it going? I feel it's like It's going great, Jocelyn. I forever. <laughs> But we made it. It's episode 10. Yes. Double digits.
1: Yep, I'm excited. We've got <laughs> yes. some great things to talk about today.
0: We do. And uh, yeah, so sorry, guys, about not being able to record for the past couple of weeks. Siv got absolutely swamped with a work contract, and I am still getting over a cold so uh we're going to uh yeah we're going to put episode 10 out and then uh also wanted to let you guys know that we're going to be going back to um our kind of I don't even necessarily know exactly when it when we're going to be doing shows we're still going to keep the show feed active we're going to kind of do special episodes when we get new content drops. So we're probably going to do one later on in May once we actually get Hungering Deep and then with each of the big patches after that. Um, so we won't be doing anything covering weekly events, but we'll be doing um, kind of possibly maybe like quarterly episodes, I guess, covering we'll the event based. Uh, yeah, I, that's we'll yeah. call them event based event based yeah. shows. I like that. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> and yeah, it's not that the- we
1: uh, yeah, it's not that we don't love the show or love the game we do it's just that with a game like this there's just not going to be a ton of stuff to talk about all the time there's not exactly. not going to be stuff to talk about and we want to talk about stuff and we want to engage with you guys on it uh so we're definitely going to be keeping up with our discord and things like that you can totally talk to us on twitter about Sea these we're happy to do that at any time because we do like the game it just probably doesn't quite support a bi-weekly show
0: Yeah, and I think that um, a really good way to kind of show this is that they've been doing weekly developer updates and it's kind of turned into Joe almost just kind of reading patch notes. And Mm -hmm. as important as the patch notes are, I mean, there aren't a whole bunch of like really big gigantic changes. Our first real big change is going to be Hungering Deep. So when Hungering Deep comes out, we'll do an episode. We'll come and talk to you guys about it. We'll talk about... what exactly it means for the game and all that fun stuff so we'll we'll do episodes for you with big content events (laughs) but uh (laughs) but yeah our more regular episodes are going to be stopping now so yeah like Siv said you still uh come to bit.ly slash tgi discord and come and talk to us and and kind of find crews and all kinds of stuff there's voice channels for you guys to jump in there's there's all sorts of resources uh around the sea of thieves community over on our discord so do go check it out um but we do have a few things to talk about this week so update 1.0.6 is out there were a few different things this was the kind of um cosmetics update so um there's an expanded clothing range now they also rolled out the idea of regional stock so shopkeepers in different regions have certain item sets um so i they've they've done a little bit with the with giving us more things to spend our gold on <laughs> yeah exactly uh, there's also um more ship cosmetics available now. Um so the yeah, it's just it was basically the cosmetic update. They also did, uh, there is, I think it's only gonna be in the game till possibly next week, but there is a launch crew eye of reach in there, which is actually is really cool. It's only one gold, so it's very much along the lines of the day one eye patch. Uh, the launch crew Eye of Reach has like a um wine bottle to like kind of <laughs> tied to the top of the uh of the sniper rifle to ap- act as the scope oh, it's pretty cool pretty but <laughs> uh it is limited edition it's only available for two weeks so it's in game right now i went and bought mine yesterday so make sure if you want it go in and grab it the other thing that they changed in uh update 1.0.6 was skeleton accuracy so finally uh, yeah well They did change cannon accuracy, not so much actual skeleton accuracy. So the skeletons won't be able to hit you as easily from range with a cannon.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, that's that's I think the way I mean, it's pretty. I'm not going to say it's easy to dodge all the skeletons pistols because they are pretty good at keeping them trained on you. And sometimes you'll have multiples. But the cannon accuracy is definitely a more nuanced skill in the game. And the skeletons were very good at it. Like, yeah, like very, like they're shooting that cannonball almost like at a 45 degree angle almost. And like, we're sailing and we're like zigzagging and they're like dropping cannonballs like on us or like literally right next to us. It felt a little crazy. I kind of felt at times I'm like, man, can I ditch one of my human crewmates and get a skeleton to man the cannons for me? Cause then I would win.
0: Yeah, and the thing is like I found a lot when because I've been playing just in like as a solo player and they're really hard to dodge when you're when you're all by yourself. And like the just getting the sloop going again, because I know like I would pull up to an island, not realize that there were skeleton cannons cannons on it, and then like I'd drop my anchor and I'd put my sails up and all that kind of stuff, and then I'd start getting shot at. And then I was like, no. And they basically like (laughs) sunk me by the time i got my ship going again so crazy yeah it was uh it was definitely punishing when you especially for the one and two man crews so it's it's a good thing that they've changed it
1: especially considering that you kind of have to hit him with a cannon on the run to really take him out and guarantee your ship's safety or go to maybe a less optimal landing site
0: yeah and some of the islands only have one landing site. Some of them wow. are very much like cliffs around three sides with one beach sort of totally. thing. So, uh, yeah. so yeah. Anyway, so that that all was changed in uh, update one point zero point six, which is live now. We also got a developer update video, and this is what I mean about um, patch note Joe. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> this video, like there was there was some information in it, but I think um, people were expecting a whole lot more. There was supposed to be a patch this week that got pushed to next week because basically they said um, the patch next is the next patch that we're going to get, which is supposedly coming next week. It was the one bumped from this week is going to include public and private pirate crews, which is something that everyone has been asking for since the game first came out. It's going to make things so much nicer. You can now like create a two-man sloop crew with one private spot for friends only you can play by yourself until your friend comes on and you don't have to sit and wait and both log in at the same time anymore so public and private crews is something that yeah p- people have really been hu- been asking for it's a huge change it's um, a, such
1: a huge quality of life improvement honestly for exactly for everyone there's literally no downside
0: yeah but the problem is uh, there is a downside <laughs> the uh the update had a known issue that they expected to affect like not most people, but a a significant number of people Yeah, on PC specifically, which is why uh, they ended up pushing the update because they said, basically they could have put the update out, but because they knew it had a bug, they decided not to, they decided to take an extra week, fix the problem and then roll it out and then hopefully not have anyone have any problems. So Um, they again made the decision to keep those people who are playing still having the same great experience, which has been kind of their way of going about content and patches and and all the rest of it since they launched the game. You know, anyone who's in the game and playing should be having a good experience and shouldn't be having bugs as much as they can help it. So, uh, they decided to hold back off on the patch and, uh, that was part of the explanation that we got in the developer video this week.
1: And I absolutely respect that decision. I think that is the right thing to do. And honestly, I wish more developers would take note of this Mm -hmm. because while we can criticize rare for their lack of content in the game, which we'll talk about a little bit today, you have to applaud them for the way that they prioritize keeping people playing the game, right? There's a lot of other developers and a lot of other games. That will just push stuff out to make it look like they're doing something, even though they know it has bugs and then it causes all kinds of problems in the game or something's not balanced. Right. And people find out about it and it's not fair to other players, especially in a PVP game, stuff like that. They're very thorough with their testing. It feels like, and they're very much about keeping players playing the game, which I appreciate.
0: Absolutely. Um, So yeah, part of next week's update is going to be uh, the public and private crews. Like I mentioned, um, they also have been listening to the community quite extensively because they also mentioned that you will have a much, much lower chance as you level up with the different factions of finding castaway chests. Yay. Yay. Because <laughs> this was one of the biggest problems that I felt and one of the things that like killed my, um, I was just say love of the grind, but I mean, nobody really loves a grind. But uh, one thing that really killed my experience was like, as I'm getting to like the level 25s and thirties and doing the quests, sometimes they only send you to one Island. When you go to the one Island, get the one chest for the gold hoarders. And then it's a castaway chest. They're like, Oh my God. Right.
1: It's going to take me
0: 150 castaway chests to get one level. If it keeps going at this, at this pace. So
1: my understanding of the way that it works is it's basically a random roll system. Every time you dig up a chest and your chances don't get progressively better the more complicated or expensive the mission was. So you have the same exact chance to roll a castaways chest at, you know, let's say rep level 35 with, with the gold hoarders, as you would at five. Yeah. And that feels bad to not have that progressive chance of getting something better all the time. In particular, because as you get further on with the faction, The missions cost a little more. Yeah. Now you're still getting paid more for actually completing the mission, but you're not getting paid more in your chest rewards, right? You could still turn in a castaway chest and get what, like a hundred gold. It's (laughs)
0: not even, I'm pretty sure the castaway chests are like 70 gold.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I know. I know it varies a little bit, but it just, it just doesn't feel good to have any uh, measurable progression. You're doing the same thing you were doing. Day one, as you are on day one hundred. Well, yeah, we'll and talk about that a little more.
0: Yeah, and your XP for each level is going up and up every time. So where right. you know at level one to two, it might take you two Castaway chests to get to level two. At level twenty, you're not even going to see that bar move, which is oh, exactly you know, crazy. Yeah. So it is. Yeah, I'm glad that they took the community feedback. Yeah, it's good into uh, account, and now this is the change that we're getting. So there, they are going to be ch- which again should have been something that was in the game from the start i really don't understand why this was a thing ever but anyways it's coming now so it's fine yeah
1: i mean in beta we the numbers were so weird and everything was just kind of all over the place it it was
0: and everything in beta was cheaper yeah yeah that's the thing like everything Everything, all all the cosmetics were cheap yeah
1: it didn't feel like you needed to have more and we didn't know what level you'd have to get to with everyone
0: yeah because you know, I think it, it was 50, capped at twenty, 20? wasn't it's it?
1: A, it was capped at twenty, yeah, to my recollection,
0: which means uh, yeah, like castaway chests and... in that in that sense would have been fine because if you it thought was fine, twenty yeah. was the max, then even getting a castaway chest when you were on like level eighteen or nineteen, like you could still see that bar move a little. It was okay, like absolutely, but I mean once you realize that it's gonna take like the, <laughs> the oh my god the i guess gold you need from like 49 to 50 is just absolutely insane like so you know you get castaway chests to the point that you don't even bother actually turning them in you're just like ah it's not this isn't worth digging up
1: (laughs) no yeah you just go you get a castaway chest and you go
0: yeah so that that should happen much much less now when you're doing higher end quests so that's a good change i hope it feels a lot better once it's actually implemented again that's going to be next week um they've Implemented a change that will allow you to hand items to each other, which I don't know if this necessarily had to be a priority, but it's a thing you can do in game now. So I can have a banana in my hand, I can hold it out to Civ, and Civ can press X and take it from me. That's a It thing. is nice
1: <laughs> in that sometimes you need a banana and you don't have any, and you're kind of far away from your ship where your That's store of true. Bananas they, is. That's
0: the the um, the footage that they showed was actually on the ship. And I was like, this seems dumb. But you're right. If you're out, if you're out on an you're island, right. then yeah. th- I wish you could like drop it on the ground or something just so yeah. I didn't have to stand there and wait for you to come over, like holding out a <laughs> banana. <laughs> but, you know, like it, it does Um, making people stand there and wait. They are all about uh, kind of community and how uh, you should feel with your crewmates and, and this Actually standing there and handing Siv a banana is the kind of thing you would have to do IRL. So I get it. They're trying to um, make it feel as real as possible to build that camaraderie.
1: All right. On the same (laughs) note, though, if we were on an island and I'm like, hey, I need a banana. You'd be like, I'll leave one on this rock for you. I got to go run over here and dig up a chest or fight a skeleton.
0: I would totally throw it at you. I'm not going to lie. You
1: try to hit me with it. uh, (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, maybe not like hit you, hit you. I would I would still be nice about it, but I would definitely throw bananas in your general direction.
1: (laughs) Oh, I mean, whether I needed them or not.
0: (laughs) Very, very likely. (laughs) Uh, So finally, from the developer uh, insights this week, we also found out that next week. So announcement of an announcement, very Blizzard like. Uh, we are getting a trailer and a date for Hungering Deep. And they, he did reiterate that Hungering Deep will be coming in May. So uh, I, I quite imagine that next week we will be getting uh, our developer insights that will basically say next week's patch is going to be Hungering Deep, blah, 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 blah information. So I think and we're we'll probably
1: figure out what it is.
0: Yeah, I think we're probably looking at uh, the week of the 21st to the 25th is when we're mm-hmm. actually going to be getting our uh, Hungering Deep Patch. Oh, I'm
1: sure it'll be as late as possible.
0: Well, yeah, I'm yeah. Um, I guess the the developer insights and the patches, those normally happen on Wednesdays. I feel like it's Wednesdays for Sea of mm-hmm. Thieves. Um, so, yeah, I think maybe the 23rd, maybe the 30th, maybe the 30th. We'll but see. Yeah. we'll see. Yeah. Either Are way, you, uh, the, we're getting the information next week with the trailer yeah. and the date. So the trailer we'll, will even give us more information about what the Hungering Deep actually is. I'm still thinking gigantic shark, but
1: I hope so. Um, Yeah, we'll find out what it is. Do you think it's odd that they have not said anything about any kind of a beta for the Hungering Deep? Do you think that's something that they could do, should do, want to do, don't want to do?
0: I don't get the impression that they intend to test these content drops anywhere except internally and Mm -hmm. I mean, considering that they were able to, they've been able to find and fix quite a lot of bugs before it's really internally. Yeah. Before it's kind of come out to us. I know that there were a bunch of bugs that uh, were pointed out when they did the beta, but um, I'm kind of fine with not having a PTR. Um, I think it's okay. Uh, Yeah. They don't, they don't seem to have any interest in doing it. And I don't really think that they need to. Um, yeah, I think it's fine. I guess it kind of depends on how much the hungering deep is actually like whether it's going to be like an overlay over top of the game code and like all its right. own separate stuff or if it's going to mess with like the existing base. I don't really know. Obviously, that's like a super techie Cody question, but right. I mean, it might be the the kind of thing that they can just go, oh, this is really busted and broken for some reason. And they can just turn off the hungering deep without impacting the rest of the game Right. I don't know, but uh, but yeah, I feel like they've got to have systems like that in place because, yeah, you're right. They're not letting us test it, so they've got to yeah. have a really good QA team, and yeah. I
1: know that different uh, game designers take different philosophies on testing, stuff like that. And so, like, I know Blizzard's philosophy on the whole is we'll test it internally for a little bit, then we'll put it out on the PTR, or we'll put it out to our alpha candidates or our beta people or whatever. And they'll have these multiple f- stages of testing as they go. Um, back when I was in college, I actually worked for Microsoft as a video game tester uh, for the Xbox 360 or it was slightly after college Here, testing Xbox 360 games prior to release. And I can't say which because I signed an NDA forever that says I would not talk about which games I tested. Um, And basically my job was just to, I I went to their office, which they had an office locally that I would go to and literally play Xbox for a couple of hours and then fill out reports as to What what I saw, try to replicate broken things, and they would fix it. They never did any external beta testing for the Xbox 360. Uh, because or at least that I'm aware of, at least Microsoft didn't on games that they were developing uh, for it. Um, and it was cool and it was fun. And it was definitely a little bit of an inside view as to how they do things. Not really, because I never got to talk to any of the developers. They yeah. weren't there. It was just me providing feedback, but it was interesting that they did that and maybe see if these takes a similar approach to that in that they have a small group that they have internally stress testing you know, maybe people that work for the company and then also some people that they may be hired in to sit in an office and play see of Thieves and try to break stuff.
0: Yeah. Um, well, and so, the thing is, like, I mean, I know you brought a uh, wow up as an example, like of blizzard. But I mean, the blizzard game Hearthstone doesn't have a PTR and will never have a PTR. They've been very, right. very clear about that. And I think Hearthstone is the kind of extreme example of what you don't want to do because they don't have a PTR and they're very, very slow to make changes. So right. I think that if you don't have a PTR and if you don't like widely test your content, then if there are problems and bugs, you have to react to them very quickly. And I think rare right. has shown that they can and do react very quickly. Like right. we've had basically weekly patches since, um, since launch and yeah. every single patch is fixing an issue. And, you know, like, I mean, even yeah. this week that we didn't have an actual patch, they still took the game down, did server maintenance, fixed a couple things on the back end and brought the game back right. up. So it wasn't an actual game patch, but they're fixing things. So I think right. they've proven that they are quick to respond and they've also implemented. Well, again, we are within the first six or seven weeks of launch. And, you know, like some of the biggest things that the community has asked for have been built and put into the game, yeah. like public, exactly. private crews and right. Castaway chests, and it's everything always- else that's coming next week, like. There's yeah. tons of stuff that they've listened to the community on and then they've gone it, in which is and so tweaked good. or built. So I think that yeah. it's okay that they don't have a PTR because they're, yes. I well, have they're very faith, reactive. Yeah. I have faith that they'll be able to, uh, if there are any big issues, turn them around and fix them within a week right. or two of Hungering Deep coming out. Like I expect a patch or two coming the week afterwards to if there's bugs. any problems. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, it's, I'm looking forward to it. It's always so
1: interesting to me just the way that different companies look at stuff like this, right? Like Rare seems to have a very um, reactive mentality where they're going to look at community feedback. They're going to implement community feedback um, like the terms of service says when you post in the forums. Uh, which you put in our show notes, which I also thought was hilarious.
0: Oh yeah. I uh, forgot to you... actually talk about that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> if you leave uh, feedback that they implement, they're not going to credit or compensate you.
0: I, I mean, like, how does that be, like, <laughs> I mean, I how is that a thing that needs uh, to be said and agreed upon? It just, it I know. makes me laugh. It's the
1: world we live in. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, you, you contrasted, uh, the way that rare does it with this very reactive community focused, um, thing with the way that hearthstone does it in that i mean correct me if i'm wrong i'm not a hearthstone player anymore i played for a couple of years after launch i got super bored with it because i find the game repetitive Uh, so yeah i know a lot of people love it and i know you love it and that's great um it's not the game for me but wasn't in the latest update there some sort of like card combination that was like stupid broken and they had to change it like relatively quickly
0: uh so basically what it was is they had a card that replicated all of the battle cries that you had played over the course of the game right and so it just kind of took too much time because it showed all the animations from all of the battle right. cries and it
1: burned time and it burned terms, a lot right? of time yeah, yeah. so uh okay. yeah they
0: ended up i guess well the patch that fixed it came out this week i think so even okay. then you like that like a
1: month or so of that yeah 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 it's crazy And it's funny to me because, and I'm not.
0: And they didn't even actually change like how the card works or anything. It's not a balance issue. All they did is they changed the animation speed. So the animations go by twice as fast when they're played from Shutterwalk. So.
1: So no slight (laughs) on the fine folks at Blizzard because I'm sure that they're all very good at what they do and they're very smart. But you have people that play Hearthstone that are these kind of war mind genius level like chess player type guys that play the game and they can very easily recognize things like that. It's, it's kind of funny to me that because blizzard didn't ever have anyone test that card outside of their internal testing, nobody realized that, or they didn't think it would be a problem and nobody was able to show them the the compounding effect of what they could do. I don't know. It seems funny to me that it's like, Maybe some more community-oriented um, testing might be good. Of course, you have problems with that in leaks, and you know, you're know you opening yourself up to, to a less airtight situation than just keeping it internal, but I don't know. Different companies do it different way. I'm glad for the way Rare is doing what they are doing with fixes. They're very reactive. They're very uh, focused on listening to the community, and only good things can come in that. Mm-hmm.
0: So uh, we should move on to the state of the game discussion that you want to have. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, we do. We've got about uh, 20 minutes. So keep that in mind. <laughs>
1: yep. Yep, exactly.
0: But uh, uh, we'll yeah. go through
1: this fairly quickly. Take so it this away. Is a topic this is Siv's okay.
0: thing, guys. This is yeah, not this my is, thing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, and I think, and this will be good, because I think we're at a slight disagreement about some of these things. Yes. Um. So... We'll talk about it, and we can continue this discussion in our uh, Discord. To me, I, don't get me wrong, I love Sea of Thieves. I have not played it a lot lately, but I do love the game. I am all in on the piratey theme. I think the mechanics are fun. Um, I think the mechanics, coming from an FPS background, uh, considering that most of your attacks are ranged attacks, They're a little bit frustrating sometimes in that you have so much skill shotting to do. And it's not a game built around making accurate skill shots, which is fine. It's a mild frustration. I think on the whole, the mechanics are very, very fun. I think the ship mechanics are fun. Cannons are fun. Sword play is fun. Fighting skeletons is fun. And the game is beautiful. What they've done with this engine is amazing and they should be 100% proud of that. I have been thinking about this ever since the game launched and feeling like while they got a lot of things right with this game, I think, this is my opinion only, I think they whiffed on the genre. Um, I know that's going to be controversial for some people. I know a lot of you are going to think I'm crazy, but hear me out. I think this game could have been incredible if it was more of an mmo style with the existing combat and ship systems that we have in so here's what i uh see as as issues um with no measure of progression no measurable progression really in the game and by that i'm not talking about leveling up rep with the three factions that is progression however the only thing it benefits you is cosmetic rewards, and I know for a lot of people that's enough. For me, it's not. I want to see my character grow in power. No, you're wrong. You're wrong. No, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. hear me out. Hear me out. though. <laughs> hear me out. Ultimately, because the PvP combat is a little bit odd and a little bit you kind of have to get lucky i mean there's skill involved and there's definitely tactics involved but you do have to get a little bit lucky to be successful in the pvp combat now i mean you could you can argue that to uh, to an extent and i i understand that but there is always going to be a measure of luck involved with that um with that I don't know how case, you can say
0: that there's luck involved if everyone is at the same power level. Because, y- Just because you're not good at the shooting mechanics doesn't I'm great mean at that people mechanics. are lucky if they hit you.
1: I think you have to be lucky to, while you're fighting, if you're fighting someone on land, not get ambushed by a skeleton or run into a snake. I think you have to be lucky when you're doing ship combat. That's not
0: lucky that the snakes are there. Like the skeletons. Yes. Okay. They can, they can pop out of the ground, but like you just need to you're running around and like surroundings.
1: I know. I, I, it it (laughs) doesn't feel as calculated as an FPS. It doesn't feel as consistent as a. uh, MMO with its targeting, right? It's this blend in between, which I think is cool. Don't get me wrong. I think that it is a cool idea to have so, like, a you third want person. So it or... to be
0: like an MMO where you click no. on your target and you lock no, 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 on no, and no, you no. push a button? No, 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 no,
1: no, not at all, not at all. I do want to be able to purchase upgrades to my pistol to where they do more damage to both PVE targets, environmental targets, and player targets targets. No, but I think see, like, that there that's, should be, that's the, no, I'm, I'm talking problem, about, though. I'm talking in a sandbox though. I'm putting it into a sandbox and I'm saying this could have been really cool. If you did a couple of things, one power level, and there would be scaling. There is server technology that exists to where you could have crews interact with each other in a PVP environment and be in very similar power levels. And I think you scale gradually enough to where like a three-level range doesn't feel massively different, right? Like if you're level 50, let's say level 40, fighting a level 45 isn't going to feel like you're at a huge disadvantage.
0: So you're basically talking about what currently Blizzard is doing in World of Warcraft. With their scaling of people when they meet in the world, when you're in the uh, PVP mode, basically. Um, yeah, the
1: new war mode. The new war yeah. mode. That's, so you're that's talking new about tech, how there's, there's but,
0: technology that exists. It's Blizzard's tech. It's not Rare's tech. So, yeah. I understand that. But, they, but it might exist. Like, yeah, someone can do it. But I don't think that you need that in this game. I think that there's already, like, I like the fact that what separates players is their skill in the game. And not that, you know, someone spent 10 days in it and somebody spent 10 minutes. Like, if you can, like, understand the combat, then you can start taking on skeleton forts. You can take on other crews right away and you don't have to worry. Like, people are already upset about the fact that there's PvP in this game and you want to add the fact that people could potentially, like, outscale you on top of that like that's a
1: here's the key civ,
0: it's a terrible idea
1: now here's the key
0: here's the I key is you want a different PvP. game
1: i do want a different <laughs> game. that's what i'm saying i would make the pvp optional and i would invest more time in making ai ships different ai enemies yeah that are see. in greater power levels uh, i would i would make it more not an MMO style in terms of systems because I think the systems are fine, and and they're fun. They are fun. I would make it more of I, I would give it progression. I would have loot that gets progressively better the more difficult the challenge is. I would have enemies that get progressively harder and maybe have level ranges for different. Well, islands but the loot already
0: like, does that. If you go and do a it skeleton, does now. if you go and do a skeleton fort, you get way better loot than just going and questing.
1: No, I understand that. But I think that making it a little bit more single player focus may have been a good thing. Um, Well, see, okay, so basically like
0: you're saying you you started this whole discussion by saying you love Sea of Thieves and everything that you've said in the last 10 minutes is telling me that you do not love Sea of Thieves because you're basically saying you want the entire game to be totally different in a way that I don't think is, is good. I mean, you're basically like. Sea of Thieves has always been and has always been upfront about what they are and what they want to do. They wanted to create a PVP world that you could exist in and play in without forcing you down any kind of path, allowing you to create your own story. And I mean, there's definitely a discussion to be had about, you know, whether trying to create a new kind of game was a good idea or not, but I don't think shoving it into an MMO wrapper is a good idea at all. It would make it a totally totally different game. So like you basically want an MMO, a pirate MMO, and that's not what this is. And this is not what this ever has been. And I think as soon as you turn off PVP, then the game just gets boring. Because I mean, I play play enough PVE games. PVE is super boring to me. I'm excited and I love Sea of Thieves because of the PvP because it keeps that level of, like, um, unpredictability and excitement that PvE games just do not have for me. Like, I love PvP so much and so that's why I was so excited and continue to be excited about Sea of Thieves because it's super fun it gets my adrenaline pumping because I never know right who's around the corner and even if I do run into another ship are they going to be friendly are they not going to be friendly if I do right. engage with them who's the better pirate I don't right. know so I just always assume that there's god tier players <laughs> on the other ships that scares the crap out of me and I run away but like it's it gets me excited and gets my adrenaline going in a way that pve games just don't
1: Two things on that. One, I think, and, and this is just my thought. I think you could replicate that unpredictability experience with advanced AI. I think it could be done. I but think then it just it feels like it I mean even if know, they could do
0: it, but here's it the other here's the other side of that exciting coin. Exciting to me though.
1: Here's the other side of that coin. Are there enough players playing the game right now that you're getting? that pvp experience because the last five or six times i have played i've run into like two people total
0: well and i think one of them was friendly
1: which was fun but
0: they've kind of um they have made some changes and they've made uh particularly now like they've made a lot of changes to how the servers work i think that was also uh in the last patch i believe it might have actually been uh 1.0.5 Okay, or it might be coming next def- week. I can't they definitely remember. Had there, some was ballooning. About, uh, there was something about there uh, was something about basically they fixed a bug where people weren't migrating servers, so they yes. would have a very low population server, and that won't happen anymore because a lot of the community was like, "No, I love." Well, I think you know, they had a balloon but um, you know,
1: because remember at the beginning on launch week, we couldn't even get in on launch night. Yeah, you know, we tried, we couldn't. There was so many people that wanted to play, and we saw a lot of people. The first couple of days and then player volume started to drop off. And I mean, they added a whole bunch of servers right in that first two weeks. But after the initial hype wore off player volume started dropping because people just got a little bored. There wasn't, well, I don't even to I, do
0: to be honest. I don't think that people got bored. I don't really think that that has ever been the problem. I think the big problem was the messaging. And we've talked about this before because we actually had the, like we talked about the whole pirate legend thing. Once somebody actually hit it, and the messaging always was the game starts when you hit legend. So everyone was really didn't. excited and playing. And then when they found out it's just a couple cosmetics and the ship cosmetics weren't even in the game yet. Uh, right. So there was basically nothing to strive for. And I know that killed right. my drive. And I think that killed the drive of a lot of the community that they were just oh, like, I OK, agree. well, 100%. there's no yes. Like getting all my factions to 50 is the end game. But then there's nothing there. And I think that right. is the big problem was their marketing around that. Right. So I think, yeah, it's not, I don't think it's that people got bored. It's that people were just like, well, there's no reason for me to grind necessarily. So instead of playing 10 and 12 hour days, trying to get to legend, they kind of went like, okay, well I can, you know, just play an hour here and an hour there. And yeah, I don't need to be crazy grinding.
1: Right. So here's, I mean, I, I say all this stuff and I have all these wild ideas, which would be a completely different game. I'm not denying that. And I'm not even saying that they should go this way, right? I'm just saying. I think that there, there may have been potential to go that way and have this game have been uh, a more popular um, and more like wide stream accepted. Um, it, it could have been more streamer friendly, which because it's not super streamer friendly, it's kind of a boring game for people to watch on Twitch. It's not doing that well on Twitch. Um, it did during launch week, not anymore. Um, the other thing is that there is a very long, we talked about this, I think last time we did a show, there's a long investment time in missions in order for it to be worth your while, right? You got to get your ship ready. You got to buy some missions. You go out, you do some, you you know, unless you're going to play for several hours in a row and try to string a whole bunch of missions together and multitask a little bit, you're not going to see a huge reward for your time investment. So I think that there is possibility if it was more of a single player friendly game in more of a PVE style, which again, different game, not this game, not going to be this game. Um, I think that there was a potential for that to be really great. Um, I know that I would have played the crap out of that game. I would have uh, neglected a lot of things that I need to do in my life to play more of that game whenever possible. Uh, But that being said, I do like the game. I want more to do in the game. And I sincerely hope that Hungering Deep gives us that.
0: Well, and that's what I was going to say. They're talking
1: about more stuff to do, right? Like it's going to be expansion-esque. There's going to be, you know, with the next uh, expansion there, well, content bit there's going to be a new type of ship. Again, we don't know very much because until they until they drop stuff, they don't really tell us a ton in the YouTube content updates. Little source of frustration for me. Jocelyn thinks I'm salty. I think I'm realistic. You guys can be the judge of things. I didn't notice a ton of difference between like the May 1st update and the May 10th update other than like some new bug fixes or things they're going to... Well, that's the thing, right? Nothing new about the content. It's
0: Joe reading the patch notes, so I understand
1: that. (laughs) So they're not going to tell us what it is until it's here. Essentially, Um, they're going to give us a trailer next week. I'm excited about that uh, because hopefully we'll get some more information as to what exactly we're going to do. And I think that Hungering Deep is going to be a very pivotal moment for this game. And I think you'll agree with me. I think that this is. A little I don't know. Bit I haven't agreed with you a lot make... this episode. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a little bit of a make or break moment because I think that this is going to communicate to the player base: here's what you can expect from us when we tell you we're giving you more, because we don't know what that is yet, right? We've seen bug fixes, we've seen minor changes to the game, but essentially. The game is very much the same in 1.0.6 as it was in 1.0. It has not had any fundamental shifts in what you do or how you do it. Well, Hungry no, and they they, they never ever promised
0: that. that. And no game no, 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 made fundamental right. mechanics no, 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 shifts no, 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 in not, the first
1: two months. I'm not insinuating that they are. <laughs> but I am saying that they have, they've been stressing with Hungering Deep the word more. We're going to give you more to do. We're going to give you new. We're going to give you they're making promises, right? Which they have not made in the previous two months. And I don't expect them to, because these are incremental changes designed to fix the game and make it run the way it's intended. Now we're talking about what was hungry. And deep probably gonna be a 1.1 patch. So they're, they're talking about something new, something that is, here's our vision for the future. And when we tell you content update, you can expect something akin to what we're giving you here with hungry and deep. We well, have yeah. no idea what that is yet. So I think it's a very important uh, patch for the game and for the future of the game to uh, to give people an expectation, right? So when we get hum- Hungry Deep, we're going to say, okay, this is what we can expect when they say more. If it's good and it's exciting, we're going to go, cool. We can expect this every couple of months. That's going to keep me engaged in playing the game if it falls short or isn't that cool or doesn't really do that much. And I'm not saying that that's going to be the case. I'm saying if it is the case and if it's underwhelming, they may lose some players.
0: Well, and I think, okay, so I've been letting you talk. I've been really good. I've been biting my tongue, but let's hear it. I think that, I mean, like, you're stating something pretty obvious that hungering deep is going to be our first look at what their ideas for their content patches are. That's right. Um, but I think your kind of definition of underwhelming it's that's going to vary player to player. Right. And I think that, Absolutely. you know, as much as you talk about it is saying it, it's a breaking point. I mean, like the way I look at sea of thieves and the reason why I'm still very much enjoying it is that, like the base mechanics. I think they've built a very interesting world that now like that they got out to get in our hands so that we could sit and we could play it and i think it was always meant to be a base like they gave us the floor and now they're building up the walls and i think that's fine um and they're going to give us like one wall at a time so am i gonna be mad that they haven't given me a full house right off the bat no because i've got a floor and a wall and it's pretty cool So I think it's just uh, comes down to potentially like expectations. Like I'm not expecting a 2.0 build. I'm expecting a 1.1. And I think that that's, I think that they're going to deliver on that. I think that's fine. Um, And so I think it's going to kind of like, it's going to help set expectations going forward. And I think that you just have to be realistic going in because they've also dropped some stuff from hungry. Deep. Hungry deep was Mm -hmm. originally supposed to have all of like the pets, And the microtransactions and stuff like all that stuff was supposed to come in with Hungry Deep and they dropped it. They said, well, no, okay, we're not going to do that. We're just going to do the the game mechanics and stuff. We're going to address a lot of your issues about the amount of content. So like they've already gone about changing their plan and bumping it up because of community feedback. So, I mean, like my expectations around what they're actually going to deliver a month ahead of schedule my expectations are low. I'm interested to see what they do, but it's not gonna make or break the game for me.
1: Yeah. And you're a you're a realistic and oftentimes optimistic person. Most gamers, <laughs> and I don't wanna I don't want to uh I can generalize see where you're going everyone. With this. <laughs> but on the whole, and it's i I hope it's a vocal minority. I think it's a vocal minority, most of the gamers that I know and play with are more like you and and me in that we're generally an optimistic easygoing type of person when it comes to our games that is not the case for the majority of gamers that speak out on the internet not the majority of gamers in total i don't believe there are a very large vocal group of gamers that um are very very fickle and and very very demanding and there's a lot of people that probably played this game in launch week said, huh, that's it. I'm out. You lost me. Oh yeah. And they're never going to come back because which they're just is like, fine. No, I feel whatever, like, which yeah, is totally fine.
0: I don't want those um, kind of people in my community. Like I basically no. like the way I'm looking at this is like, okay, I have a vanilla cupcake in front of me. And then now the sea of thieves developers are like, Hey, do you want some sprinkles on your cupcake? And I'm like, F yeah, I do, because sprinkles are cool. (laughs) That doesn't change my love of the original vanilla cupcake, but not everybody likes vanilla cupcakes. Some people prefer chocolate cupcakes. I feel like, Siv, you might be a chocolate cupcake person. So, you know, (laughs) like, just don't eat my vanilla cupcake then. (laughs) Let me eat it. I like it. Damn it. <laughs>
1: for the record, I'd like to point out I'm a carrot cake cupcake
0: person. So, you know, I, I'm just saying, your what, whatever your flavor of choice is in this I analogy, you know, not everyone I is going to like your same flavor. And, you I think know, not a everyone people, is going to like the flavor of Sea of Thieves, and that's okay. Right. Um, but yeah, I think this there's is a just, lot of people this is probably kind of bonus waiting. content for me, period. And mm-hmm. I'm happy yeah. about that. Like, it's bonus content ahead of schedule. What, what? Yeah, go rare. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. how I'm looking at Here's it. Here's <laughs> the thing for
1: me. I can be pessimistic about all this stuff, or or as I like to say, realistic. Um, wink, wink, nod, nod. Uh, I uh, I don't intend to stop playing the game based on this content patch and how I feel it is. I don't think it's unreasonable to assume that there are people that will evaluate it that way, though. So I think if they hit it out of the park, they could see an uptick in players and an uptick in sales. Um, if they don't, I don't know what happens. I don't know that they lose a ton because maybe they're down to where their, their player base is the, the faithful, you know, you're going to have your hardcore faithfuls and you're going to have people like me who, you know, maybe play once a week, um, you know, and then you're going to get some interest from the new patch. So, it'll be interesting i I think we'll uh we'll know a lot more uh after the trailer comes out and um we'll definitely we'll definitely have more conversations uh about hungering deep uh and other content as it comes out
0: absolutely so uh yeah that was our (laughs) definitely joss on one side civ on another side state of the game i'm gonna get so many tweets this week i know (laughs) uh but yeah so uh that's pretty much it for the show we do have a very quick listener question from our discord again that's bit.ly slash tgi discord this comes to us from mars needs beer thoughts on a speaking horn style to tool to amplify your voice to other ships i kind of like this idea just to be able to talk to people a little bit far away now that being said i am also the kind of person that sees another ship and either runs away or hides but you know if you're the kind of person who wants to talk to other ships i think that they should somehow Either give you like a speaking horn style way to do it or potentially some sort of like signaling flag, I think would be fine too. Um, anything that you can kind of uh, use to tell people around you what your intentions are, I think is totally cool. So, I mean, right now there are some things that the community has done to kind of signal intentions. So uh, cannons up to the sky is kind of the passive. I'm not aggressive uh, kind of signal to other ships. Some people mm-hmm. prey on those people. Some people take advantage of it and be like, oh, I'm totally not hostile. And then you get close enough and then they start shooting you. But generally people aren't dicks. And if they've got their cannons right. to the sky, then, you know, they're, they're not aggressive. But, uh, right. but yeah, I think a speaking horn could be something kind of fun and cool to add to the game. What do you think? Civ? Oh, I, I agree
1: hundred percent. I think something directional.
0: Yes. Um
1: That would kind of project a very narrow uh you know cones so you can have to aim it right uh, another ship but the problem with uh i mean uh, problem's not the right word there there's an issue with uh interacting in with people in a friendly way in that by the time they can hear your voice you are well within cannon range <laughs> i mean so you could do you could, mean like currently uh, in
0: the game or do you mean like yeah, if the,
1: okay yeah no yeah. no no currently in the game like if you're just going to use the open voice chat to try to communicate to another ship. They're going to be like well within range to blow you out of the water when you're trying to make peaceful overtures. So I think something that would uh,
0: increase the distance. <laughs> in, yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. You know, uh, trying to trying to make contact from from a longer range, and then that helps you decide. Okay, I'm yelling at them. They can hear me. Are they responding? No, mm-hmm. they're bearing down on me, hmm, maybe I should load the cannons, <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: like, and I think like cause, uh, I think' it'd I be mean, cool turning off and on like your uh voice chat and stuff too is also kind of a consideration, like they might not even have voice chat on, right. so I think um it's fine and i want to see something like this implemented as long as it doesn't like override your own personal settings which would be another thing so like yeah if you're using the speaking horn still understanding that people might have turned voice chat off because of you know bad experiences or whatever mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so uh yeah basically because you can't control what other people say some people might have chosen to turn that off so knowing that if you're using the speaking horn they still might not be able to hear you um, but as long as you understand that as a player, I think it's I think it's fine. And as long as it yeah. doesn't override your settings, like as long as people right. can't <laughs> sail around the sea yelling ridiculous, racist, <laughs> awful, sexist things exactly. and, and exactly. overriding my voice settings, I, I'm I'm totally fine with this. Yeah, exactly. So that's going to do it for us this week thank you guys so much for listening again we will be back with the show once hungering deep launches and we get some time in to play with it so i imagine we'll probably uh again we're thinking it's going to be either the 23rd or the 30th when we actually get our launch date for hungering deep so uh think probably either the last week of may or first week of april we'll er, that's not how months go june Uh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh last week of may first week of june is probably when we're going to be recording another Shipwrecks and Shanties, so you guys can stay tuned for that. Again, you can join the conversation over at bit.ly slash TGI Discord. If you want to tell Civ how wrong he is about everything he said today, please do. I will love it, and I will jump on that train. Uh, but until you can then... Also,
1: uh, <laughs> you can also tweet at me if you want to yell at uh, yell at me for how wrong I am at Civ plays games. I'll pretty much be ignoring it for the next week because I'm going on vacation.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're going to be doing all kinds of fun Vegas things, right? Oh, yeah. I look forward to seeing your tweets. Uh, you find me on Twitter <laughs> and Twitch. I'm at am Joss Plays. JossPlays. Uh, that's pretty much it for this week. So until next time, drink up me hearties. Yo-ho!